1: Welcome back to the Millennials Podcast. I'm Smith. I'm Seth.
2: And that's the voice that makes you moist, Marcus.
1: Sorry, boys. I'm a little, uh, little low energy this week. Had my COVID booster shot yesterday, and oh. it is kicking my ass.
0: I've heard that the booster is like worse than second dose as far as like the the, the feeling you get.
1: The weird part is when I got my secret slurp, I <clears throat> was fine. And then this one has knocked me out. Oh yeah, I
0: forgot you scammed to get a second, uh, a double dose of the slurp.
1: I didn't scam anyone. <laughs> all right, they the doses were gonna they're going my armor or into the trash. All right, no one missed out because of me. All right. So did you
2: have four Gave doses me? or three? I had four
1: doses total.
2: Now, yeah, Jesus, got an OD on this. He's race. just like
0: putting it in his food pretty soon. <laughs>
1: Well, I mean, it's like, it's like, it's like, how can I put this? Uh, you can't be too careful, I guess you could say. Yeah, but, but things have changed. Now Nelly, Nelly wanted an ID and shit. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing after her an ID? Come on. All right? Yeah, so it's and free.
0: Now there's, you know, an Omicron variant.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: which, by the way, obviously it's devastating, but coolest name so far for a, a disease yeah. or a variant I've ever heard.
1: The next variant is Pi, lame. So we'll see how that goes. I'm waiting personally. Of course, we're all waiting for Omega variant. We all yes. we're all sitting around. I, it's gonna be this will be the one, y'all, because the universe sucks. It'll that'll be the weakest one. It'll it'll just suck shit and be gone in like two days. But really, when they run out of Greek letters, they're gonna start using uh, um, uh, the constellations. So I'm really waiting for the Cancer variant. Oh. That'll be
0: a fun one.
2: Cancer COVID variant. Yeah. Oh,
0: COVID nineteen cancer. Oof!
1: <sighs>
2: Do you guys
0: know that Tasmanian
1: devils can get face cancer from each other? What the fuck?
0: I didn't yeah. know Tasmanian devils were real until I was about 22 years old. <laughs>
1: <laughs> People said I was stupid for not knowing that hedgehogs and roadrunners were real. I thought they were made mm-hmm. up for fucking video games. Right? Yeah. Listen,
2: I knew vampire bats actually existed, but my <laughs> fucking dumbass teacher was like, Hey, those aren't real. I'm like, not the way they are on TV, but there are bats that drink blood. I was so upset.
0: I mean, I'm actually pretty sure that any bat would drink blood if it's you know driven to the to, to the right circumstances.
2: Well, true, true that.
0: Any one of us would drink blood if we had to. Some
2: of us would sell blood. <laughs> yeah, so have soul blood. <laughs>
0: I give oh, my yeah, blood so, away for free like an idiot.
1: <laughs> oh. Did you? By the way, guys, did you know when they, when they invented the first ever vaccine? You know, the the, the cowpox uh, vaccine. They didn't even have syringes.
0: They just stabbed it into you with a big, big old knife. Mm. Oh yeah, I know that. They, that's how they used to do like what, what we call injections. Was just stab you and pour <laughs> it into your body.
2: Yeah! <laughs> Didn't they God, get How did do we survive for so long? Didn't they like grind up scab tissue and give it to you that way? Yeah, something like that. Off of cows, yeah. it, it, off of their, their their pox scabs or whatever. <laughs> this will
1: save
0: you. <laughs> what if that was how we pitch Medicare for all? What if it was, if you have money, you can still get regular treatments, but <laughs> if you if you can't afford the procedure, we'll give you a medieval version of it.
1: <laughs> and see how it works out for you. There you go, now we're talking, uh, but yeah, so there's this new omicron variant of the of the covid virus, and it is uh no one knows shit about it yet is the long and short of it yeah, uh we think it's more transmissible because South Africa's seeing a huge jump in cases. Uh, but the severity of it is not yet known. There's one doctor in South Africa who was taken out of context saying that it's a mild version, but that's not... That was like a couple of 20-somethings that were in her office. That's not the same as it being mild for everybody, so
0: we don't know yet. Are there any confirmed cases in the U.S. yet? I know there are some
1: in no, Europe. No, but
2: it is absolutely here, but we're I mean, dragging I'm sure our feet it is. announcing that. We've been dragging our feet since the start of this.
1: <laughs> so why change now,
2: right? Right
0: yeah it is funny that we're at guess- the third year of a pandemic we're, <laughs> we're we're heading heading that way
1: that is how it works though I mean, you know the Spanish flu lasted for like five years uh, smallpox lasted for thousands of years but that's a different story I guess but uh but yeah, it, it, here's what gets me. is okay? so we the, the, the entire planet dragged its feet on Delta, right? Delta killed 4 million people in India. And we all kind of sat there and we're like, mm-hmm, who cares? Yeah. But in like two days, Omicron is on the news. And I'm like, okay, who knows something that I don't know? Why are y'all being so panicky over this one?
0: Yeah, no, our, um, here in North Carolina, one of our, our senators, um, the really popular one here um jeff uh jeff jackson he made a whole post he's like really online so he like he like has a reddit account and stuff and like posting like the the subreddits for stuff um and he made a long post about like everything they know and how everyone should be careful and all this and i was and the people in the comments were like were like it's kind of weird that he's already posting this and we know so little like what, what what's going on here
1: Right, exactly, because usually it takes a long time. Then moving fast, that worries me a little bit. (laughs) Uh, Speaking, go ahead, Marcus. Oh, no, I'm
2: just moistening my mouth. Don't don't mind me.
1: Uh, Okay, (laughs) wetting your whistle apparently (laughs) over there, huh? Speaking, by the way, instead of very online politicians, uh, do y'all remember Representative Paul Gosar? Nope. It's a,
0: he's in a sea of names that I vaguely remember.
1: He was the guy who his entire family went on TV to say, don't vote for him. Oh, yeah. Like his, his mother, his cousin, oh. his sister, everybody was on there saying <laughs> Don't the, vote for Paul. He's, he's a, a real a, sack of shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was Paul when it was sitting there with this big old grin on his face. That guy got pasted and Paul Gosar won no matter what. Wow. Uh, but he got censored recently for saying some shit. I don't even know what it was at this point, but he is, is so he is the the online now anime congressman cuz he endorsed big titty anime waifus. And so now he has a contingent of trolls on the internet that post pictures of him with anime girls. Uh wow. so yeah. When you
0: say he endorsed big titty anime girl, what do you mean by that?
1: I mean, he posted on Twitter how they were they were cool or whatever.
0: He posted big TD anime girls are cool,
1: something to that effect. Yes, wow, yes, he did. <laughs> wow, I'm pretty sure it was a Photoshop picture of himself with I think Misato from you Neon know, Genesis Evangelion. I think mm. I can't remember which one exactly it was. How oh. dare
2: those filthy politicians get into my anime,
1: <laughs> Marcus? I really wanted your take on this. How do you feel about this man appropriating your culture? Oh, it, it hurts, man. <laughs> it
2: fucking hurts. I want to go kick him in the dick real quick. See, see what animes he watches.
0: <laughs> that was such a great rhyme, Marcus. Kick him in the uh, dick, real quick.
2: I like that. Yeah. You know, the, the flow is quite moist. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> is that how you want the flow to be? Moist? Is that is that a good way for. You don't a want tweet? a dry flow.
0: That's right? for sure. I guess
2: that's true. You want it slick, quiet, popping.
1: Like some mummy cum <laughs> over here.
0: Mummy cum.
1: <laughs> yeah. This is white dust. Oh, yeah. Ugh. There was the other Texas state senator or state congressman, I believe, who got really into anime and, like, 4 got behind him. And he was the guy who had that big sign that said Trump was a child rapist back in 2016. He was a Republican, too. I, I don't The zoo's politics were insane. But he, uh, yeah, he, he was, like, uh, very much into anime, girls. What is it would, with uh,
0: anime on the right? What? Where- where does it come from? Anime? The two things that confuse me the most about the right are anime and furries. How do they gravitate to the right so much? I mean, anime kind of is, anime is one of the things that binds our country together. The right and the left <laughs> both seem to love it. But the fact yeah. that the right likes it is so weird to me. And then furries, I don't even know where you started with.
1: I would say that furries generally go towards the left, but the really prominent ones are like
0: psychopaths that are on the right yeah when i was in college i met a couple of guys who I, I didn't even know they were furries at first i just knew them but they were all fucking hardcore gun nut republicans and then all of a sudden i was just like oh what do you guys do this weekend and they're like oh we're going to furry con and i'm like oh cool <laughs> that's it. Like, oh yeah we're all furries and i'm like oh well that's so yeah and then apparently they are they hang out with their gun nut republican furry friends <laughs> i was like okay cool
2: Wow, that's really weird, because I have a friend who's also a furry, and he's on the complete opposite side. <laughs> yeah,
0: it, it's weird. But, okay, fur, okay, there it is. Furry is an anime. The two things, fur, actually, never mind, three things. Furry, anime, and the now-ended show Supernatural are the three things <laughs> that, that bind sad. our country, the bipartisan pieces of our country.
1: Yeah. That's and true. anime
0: isn't even that from is our true. country. We had to import it, and it, it right. barely keeps us together.
1: Yeah, I, uh, Yeah, the thing about uh, anime is, any random person on Twitter, if they have an anime profile uh, picture, go click on it. Because they're either a Nazi or a communist. There's pretty much no in between. <laughs> Maybe there's an anarchist in there, too, somewhere. But they do not, there are no, like, uh, I'm just a regular person who likes anime. No, you're a freak. <laughs> you're a fucking weirdo. <laughs> if you're on Twitter
0: and you've made an anime character your profile picture,
1: nah. Nah, dog. You're, you're a weirdo.
0: It's funny because I'm not sure about in the Twitter. best way possible. I'm not sure if he had a Twitter, but on on Discord, Marcus's pictures
2: anime characters. Listen, <laughs> <laughs>
1: fuck. <laughs> and he, well, he, Seth, he's on this podcast traders, with us. So you are a freak. <laughs> he fits the mold. Damn it. Just saying. And I'm saying this. in the best way possible. Anime people are ahead of the curve, right? They've already figured out where the world's going and are already there.
2: It's true. Hey, so hey, yeah, Seth, you've got you've got Totoro out here. What what are you talking about? We're in the uh, same boat. I
0: actually do have Totoro as my picture, but uh, that is classy anime. So I'm <laughs> actually 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 makes me smart. Makes me a smart anime is person. anime. You bastard.
1: Now, Marcus, what character is your anime picture here?
2: It's a uh, Clee from Genshin Impact. That's what I thought. So,
1: if you you
0: listeners, draw your own conclusions from
1: that. No. (laughs) Totoro versus Klee.
0: And mine is Totoro, you know, from an award-winning animated director, you know, one of the all-time greats, a man who makes film with a capital F, if you know what I'm talking about. Uh,
2: Yeah. Well, whatever force Totoro brings, Klee can probably burn it down in about half a second. No flex, just... I actually never watched that movie. I need to watch that movie, I guess.
0: It's great. It's only like 80 minutes long. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. That's a... It's one it's, of the shortest, weird?
0: most amazing movies ever.
1: Isn't it weird how, how like... I, this is a short movie It's a selling point these days.
0: No, there's literally... I was scrolling through Hulu looking for something to watch the other day, and they have a whole category called 90-minute movies. If you just want to watch a movie in 90 minutes.
2: Wow.
1: Get in, get out. <laughs> That's all you want. I'll
0: actually talk about a 90-minute movie at the end of the podcast when we do our little wrap-up.
1: I saw that Miyazaki's coming out of retirement. Like one, one more, more movie. Yeah. yeah,
0: for the third or fourth time at this point right. coming out of retirement.
1: <laughs> listen, listen. Hey, everyone does it, you know? How many times did Eminem come out of retirement? Or Jay-Z,
0: he's, you know? They're, they're both still doing it, so who knows? The Rolling that's Stones constant. have done it. You know, that's a the classic stand-up comedy joke. Um. So yeah, that's let, cool. Let Miyazaki do it. I mean, yeah, he's one of the <laughs> greatest directors of all time. I mean, Spirited Away might, Spirited Away might be the best movie of all time. I don't know. I think about it all the time, and I'm like, it might be the best movie ever made by anybody. So, yeah, let him do whatever he wants.
1: Sure, you're not wrong. Uh, but yeah, boys. So. Yep. The the there's Omicron variant. Everyone's making Persei eight jokes. We all know. Yeah. We've 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 heard it a thousand times. Uh, I find it funny they skipped two letters. They kept they, they skipped new and uh, G, G. because new would make it very confusing, right? Uh, mm-hmm. the new variant would be hard to talk about <laughs> <laughs> every everything would be an Abbott and Costello fucking routine constantly. And then uh, the G variant, of course, would be uh, not great for uh, a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of folks lose their shit.
0: Um,
1: Remember when Trump called it the Kung Flu? Right. Objectively, the funniest thing he's ever said.
0: Yeah. Uh, one of those things. Um,
1: like, you can't do it. You can't call it the Kung Flu, but goddamn, right. it is so fucking funny.
0: <sighs> yeah, I agree. Um but yeah, probably shouldn't say it, but it's funny. Yeah. Speaking of that, the the reason I remembered that he said Kung Flu is because it was a um part of a a joke that um Dave Chappelle told about a year and a half ago. And I think we gotta talk about Dave Chappelle. anybody know anybody here abreast of the situation? So Dave yeah. Chappelle has um he released a special pretty recently, um, called The Closer, which was not good in my opinion um he basically says a lot of stuff endorsing like, trans uh, turfs trans exclusionary radical feminists and just anti-trans stuff as he's done in the past and then when he did it in the past like in even his second most recent special um it still seemed like he was trying to learn and was like just trying to make jokes about what he was learning and at this point it seems like he doesn't care to learn anymore and so people have called him out about it and one time he was set up to have some kind of conversation with a, a trans rights group, but he told them that if they hadn't watched the entire special, they weren't allowed to talk to him. <laughs> and I was like, what a, what a great I'm sure. I'm sure if they made a requirement of him, he would he would follow it perfectly and just do everything they told him to do. But that was funny. And now most recently, he's decided to give his ego some weird boost by going to his his the high school he graduated from. And he just, like, did a random speech and, like, it was like a QA, and a but, like, anytime the kids asked him an actual question, he would just, like, make fun of them instead. And he was, like, over there telling the musicians, I'm better than you, I'm better than all the artists in this school. Like, he has anything to prove to a bunch of high schoolers. It's just weird.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's odd because at this point, I think most high school students will be like, who is Dave Chappelle?
0: Yeah, I think, I do think, I think because of the conservation stuff, he's, like, kind of come back around, people, like, kind of watch this stuff because of that, but, Mm -hmm. yeah, the, the bigger thing for me, even, like, if he came to my high school back when, or your, you guys' high school, back when he was, like, the shit, like, wouldn't it just been pathetic if he came in and was like... You see the that trombone player over there? I'm fucking better than him at what I do than he is. Nobody knows his name. Wouldn't that just be weird? Wouldn't you be like, why, do you, why are you saying this?
1: Yeah, it's like a grown... It's like beating up children, basically. That's what he did. <laughs> it was like figuratively with words, but that's what he's doing. He's beating up children on the playground.
0: Yeah, so I don't know. I think it's... Um, I think it's just one of those signs that at this point, like, money has changed the man beyond recognition. He's not the guy who made the Chappelle show. He's not the guy who made Killing Them Softly. He's not even the guy who made his last two Netflix specials before this one. Because every time he makes a Netflix special, he makes $80 million Uh. just for making a special. Yeah. So, yeah. It's
1: really funny... It's really funny how that fucking that fucking quote from the goddamn The Dark Knight is so fucking true. You either die a hero or live long enough to become the villain. Yeah, you're not. Like, wrong. Why does that keep fucking coming true? Why does that keep happening? Yeah, I hate that it's I hate that it's right.
0: Well, the problem is, we the only thing about the quote is we only use it when someone lives long enough to be the villain. You know, right? There's plenty of people who had you know, long careers that were very popular and never really became the villain. Like the first thing that came to my head is Christopher Lee. That is a good example. Christopher Lee is a very successful person. And mm. as far as I know, as far as I know, he never became the villain. So, I'm just or saying.
1: He, or he keeps it to himself. You never know. Yeah, he keeps it to him himself. like, like, he's like dead, fucking so. John, John Cleese is out there on the fucking news saying that the culture is too woke and you couldn't do shit. Brian May from Queen is saying that if today they had Queen, they had a transgender person and a woman. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Why are you saying words? Yeah. Who gives a
0: shit? It's so weird. It's like, because the, the thing to me that always blows my mind is the the old school people who are so upset about being woke... Like, don't even do stuff that raunchy, in my opinion. Like, the Monty Python stuff was always, like, funny, but mostly, like, pretty chill as far as politics went, especially, I mean, compared to the time. And then, like, the one that bothers me so much is, like, Jerry Seinfeld. He made a big deal about how he's like, I can't play colleges anymore because they're too woke. And I've watched Jerry Seinfeld's comedy. He talks about, like, going to the dry cleaner. I'm like, what what are you saying that's so controversial that, that college kids just can't handle it anymore? Also, what college kids are watching a eighty fucking year old Jerry Seinfeld? Do you stand?
2: <laughs> right. The, the funny thing is, I do know one person that is constantly watching Seinfeld. That still watches it now. Oh,
0: I'm watching movie. it now. It's a hilarious show. <laughs> to be to be completely fair to the show, but the the guy, I'm just like, what, what's your deal, man?
1: Yeah, I, I don't really get it myself. I uh, what what is he like? what like what is he saying that's so, that's so challenging? I, I think that the real reason that he's, that he's so afraid to go to college campuses is he's afraid that somebody's going to fucking call him out for date a 17-year-old Oh yeah, back in the day. He's afraid kids he might date a 17-year-old. <laughs> yeah. They're too dang woke. <laughs> might find a new fucking wife
0: That's the, other thing is on the goddamn... Dave Chappelle makes people check their phones in when they g- come to the shows. You can't have your phone in the audience. Oh my. Goodness. And he did the same thing at the high school. Before the assembly, all the kids had to turn their phones in.
2: Oh, no. They're getting real boomer right now. <laughs> yeah.
1: I would not trust someone to take my phone away from me. Right. I know. Sorry. I paid too much money for this thing, to let you just put it in a, a bag and promise to get back to me, you know? Yeah. But yeah, it, it's like, here's the thing, though. Like, George Carlin had a pretty good run, and I would say that yeah. he, he lived a good, a good while, and he died, and he was, I think, on the right side of history, for the most part, I think he said. Richard Pryor, I think, died young. You know, Comparing speaking, or his career ended when he was young, Yeah. right? Because of his whole his problems. Do you think that if Richard Pryor kept living, he would turn into this too? Like if he if he able to perform and 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 he's still performing today, do you think he'd be this way now?
0: No. I gotta I, I gotta have more gotta have a little more faith in Richard Pryor.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think so too. I, don't know, cause, I just because I never would have suspected Dave Chappelle to do all this shit. That's
0: so. true. If you show me. Chappelle show and killing them softly from the early two thousands. I'd be like, oh, he's he's gonna be he's gonna be smart forever. Right. Um. So yeah, that's the problem is you never you never know which ones are gonna be gonna turn into complete shitheads out of nowhere. When Dave Chappelle went completely silent for like ten years there. We were all still like, guy went out on top. He was the greatest, mm-hmm. hilarious guy. He came back. His first two Netflix specials were like pretty funny. I'm like, okay, he's still got it. And then after that, he was just like, I don't know. I just want to make everyone mad real quick. And now here we are. And he's like kind of trash. I
1: don't know what it is that gets into your brain that makes you into a fucking anti-trans person, but it's like incurable. It's yeah. so weird. And part of it seems to be money.
0: I don't know what it is about the a bunch of people like J.K. Rowling, who's a billionaire, and J- Dave Chappelle, and so many other these people who are just weirdly anti-trans. I'm like, what? What do you? What do you get out of this?
2: Okay. It's so weird. It's like, oh, go ahead, Marcus. I I just want to say
0: mm-hmm.
2: that like after I watched Dave's special, mm-hmm. like uh, like the trans jokes are kind of meh, but. I feel like at the end of the special he wanted to leave a positive mark. Mm -hmm. Because he was talking about his trans friend and how she died and trying to do things for like the community because like he understood that person. And he Mm -hmm. I'm sure Dave realizes that there are more people like that person within the community. But like if they're all fighting you, like how, it sounds like they don't want to like, I don't know. He wanted, he wanted good things to happen, but they didn't. How, how do you recover from that?
1: I mean, I feel like the whole problem here is that he tries to use trans people as a butt of a joke and you can't, you can't really make good comedy of punching down at a part of society that is less than you, you know, Chappelle show was good because it punched at white people pretty much a lot, you know, and, and, and rich people, and stuff like that. you know, it, it made a lot of, of fun of uh, who, who were in power, basically, you know, the structurally who were on top. Uh, those, those are the, the, the racial drafts. you know, the great, and the the, 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 the black KKK guy. Those are really good skits that are, that are about like the, the entrenched systems of power.
2: I just think you can't do that when you're trying to make fun of people who are, who are below you. You know? Yeah. Well, well, how are the trans people below him? Because if if we, I'm trying to take from from Dave's perspective, if he's joking about black people, white mm-hmm. people, Asian people, the list goes on, isn't it like a a good sign to include other communities? I think that uh, just. I'm not trans. I don't have. I don't really have a whole
1: lot of, uh, of on-the-ground knowledge of all this. But what I've seen is that for a lot of transgender people who can still be murdered legally in most states in the in the country, uh, basically, if someone thinks they've been deceived into having sex with somebody, they can mur- you can murder them pretty much with impunity. That's a crazy thing, but it's on the it's on the record. Um, I think that they that the the legally speaking, their rights are pretty in the shit right now uh, in most places and so i think that trying to make you, you can make jokes about trans people there are good jokes you can make that, that have been made i don't think dave made those jokes though you know true, true. i don't think he really had the material that backed it up and also like seth said money changes people and i think that dave Chappelle being so rich and insulated from real struggles that people have on the ground anymore you know, he lives in a compound. You know, somewhere way off, off in the distance, like fucking prince, but not as cool. And I don't know. I feel like he lost touch with the people. You know,
2: mm.
0: possibly. Yeah, I see. Like, I see your. I see the point you're making, Marcus, and I agree with that because I think a lot of the comedy that people like Dave Chappelle do um, can, like, I don't know, live in between the lines, and it's usually pretty good. I think the problem with this one is mostly like. It just seemed to lack so much self-awareness because within the same special where he tells that, you know, very, very good story about his trans friend and, like, all the, the struggles they went through, he also, like, as a joke is like, oh, I'm with J.K. Rowling. I'm Team Turf. And I'm like, I don't think those two things fit together in the same special. Like, one of those things, even if you're doing it as a joke the turf thing just doesn't work. It just sounds like you have no idea what you're talking about or you know what you're talking about and you're just bad. So I just think that was, that was, that was what threw me off so much was just some of the weird decisions he, he made in the, the last 30 or so minutes of that special. But yeah, that's, there's, there's definitely a conversation to have. and Yeah. Um, Maybe if all the trans people in the world watch that special, then they will finally have it with them.
1: I don't know. I just feel like I feel like uh, comedy is a difficult thing to get right, uh, and I think Dave Chappelle is one of the greats of all time. Uh, you can't you can't take away what he's done. You know, you can't take away the Chappelle show. Yeah, come softly his specials. You can't take them away. Them you know, they, they're all fantastic. Uh, it's just I think that people, some people, just don't keep up with how things move. Like we just talk about fucking John Cleese and Brian May out here talking their bullshit. About about all their shit. Sometimes folks just don't keep up. They just they get left behind. Yeah, you know? and that's a worry. I think I think a lot of people have. I have it. You know that one day that I'll be the bigot. You know, I'll be the one saying
0: some fucked up shit. You know. I have that, I worry about that sometimes. I have that fear, honestly. That like, what if one day I'm like the piece of shit? You know.
1: I'm trying to think of a of an actual example that will be good, but I can't think of anything that's not stupid. So it's like. What if one day folks were like, I want to marry my fucking Xbox. And I'm like, you are dumb. And they're like, you are a bigot, sir. Yeah. I thought you were in
0: What jail? if I'm wrong, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> Hey, What if that's the right thing? What if we all should have marrying Xboxes?
1: One day, everyone's marrying Xboxes, and I'm the fucking... I'm the asshole. <laughs> I'm the jackass from the past. I'm the fossil man. So, yeah. This is,
0: I'll worry about that. So, this is like a... a a side related thing that we can get another tent ta- another uh, tangent here is you know people famous people who like kind of don't make any sense and one of those for me is tom morello you guys are familiar with tom morello he's a front man for uh rage against the machine uh which is a band that made a lot of you know protest music um you know Stuff like that. Did
1: you call him the front man? I would think that Zach de la Roca would be their front man. That's actually
0: true. He was um, their guitarist, the guitarist, but also a big, music, very, very important part of, part of the band. Um, that made a lot of protest music and a lot of mm-hmm. I would stuff that I would consider to be pretty leftist. And Zach de la Roca is still that way. I'm glad you mentioned him. He's still a pretty cool guy, and a lot of a lot of his songs are are still pretty pretty heavy on that. But Tom Morello is not only like a a weirdo like right guy. But he's also now into the business that we all know and love, NFTs. The the man who made protest music is now selling pictures of his D&D characters as NFTs. So it's like like a great amalgamation. The topic we just talked about, NFTs, our new favorite thing to talk about besides Elon Musk, and tabletop role-playing games which is big for you smith mm-hmm. now if he, maybe he has some kind of anime connection we can get you in there maybe all he right. like watches mad men i can get in there yeah, you know, get grimes all.
2: in here we can <laughs> <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. sure <laughs> grimes tomorello make a song together yeah. they sell it as an nft <laughs> <laughs> the possibilities are endless uh.
1: Yeah, I just, I, dude, I don't fucking know anymore. Like, we got a fucking Tom out here making NFTs. I don't understand, like, how your brain can do that, you know? It's so weird.
0: Yeah. And now the NFTs and have being n- is, made
1: a movie. They're making an animated production,
0: NFTs you can call it that. Bored Ape movie that looks like <gasps> absolute shit. <laughs>
1: Y'all watch the clips, I tell you. Yeah.
0: yeah, honestly, oh, looks so god. fucking bad. Uh,
1: Man, how about them jokes I made? What jokes? They were in the second clip, of the two m- monkeys talk.
0: Yeah, the incredibly like deadpan, just misunderstanding a word, and that's the whole joke.
1: The awful tower. Oh god.
0: And the voice yeah, acting it. was terrible. The animation was so bad. Like, I'm I'm not even trying to shit on it because of NFTs. I'm shitting on it because it. Actually offended me at how bad it was.
1: Do you guys want to know? By the way, who the executive producer of this project is?
0: Executive oh. producer? Who?
1: I want you both to say one name.
0: Okay. All right. On three, two, one. Elon, Elon Musk. Musk. <laughs> there it is. You are.
1: Your brains are in the right place. Your hearts are not. It's two
0: chains. Uh. That, that hurts me more than anything, because 2 Chainz is, like, one of my absolute favorites. He's an Atlanta rapper, born and raised, and I love to support Atlanta's music. And now, he is apparently on this stupid NFT train. Mm-hmm.
2: Listen, we're a capitalist society. We're going where the money is. Apparently.
0: Oh, Two Chains, you've upset me.
2: And the thing is that main,
1: uh, I I can't, I I cannot believe I'm going to say this. Like it actually is a thing that humans should conceive of the main ape from the fucking animated (laughs) short is itself an NFT. You can buy and it's value is currently dog shit. It's not worth anything. Wow. This has not made it more valuable.
2: So wait, you can get them for a steal.
0: What it means you buy the, <laughs> yeah. the main character, is it just a picture of the main character? Or do you get some yeah. kind? Okay. I'm
1: have But, Seth, you'll have all the rights and all the ownership of the link to the picture of <laughs> the ape. <laughs> <actor>. Got it. <laughs> no, will you actually see any proceeds from the film if it ever makes money? No, no, no. You just have the link to the picture. Don't
0: worry. Yeah. I love NFTs because you can just make up anything. Like, one thing I saw people doing is, like, you can sell a tweet as an NFT. Like, you can tweet something and sell it as an NFT. But the thing is, once it's sold, you don't, like, take the tweet down. You can still look at the tweet completely for free. And then, also, it doesn't have to be legitimate. There was, uh, recently there was a scam going around of, um a website that was taking popular Twitch clips, like, you know, 30-second clips from Twitch streamers, and selling those as NFTs. And they didn't even have any authorization. They weren't allowed they didn't get any permission from Twitch or any of the people they were selling them from. The, the, uh, there were streamers who were, like, finding out about it live on their stream or, like, going on there and looking at it. And I think they got shut down, but in the process, they made about who knows how much money. I mean, it's weird. Oh,
1: man. Reminds me. This is not technically NFT, was blockchain, cryptocurrency, uh uh colliding with me mark is interested Marcus, did you, did you see a shark girl coin i did not what the fuck someone made shark girl coin no. and they just use a picture of Gargura. just that was, that, was, that was the coin and apparently somebody told hollow live and it fucking evaporated <laughs> i guess the lawyers were like hey bro what's going on over here <laughs> because it's all it's all fly by night. No one has any regulation, no one is going on. You can do anything you want in this whole space. And somehow some folks making money off of this.
0: Yeah. Same thing happened with Squid Game. They made a Squid Game coin and then they sold they they made 3 million dollars in a span of I think it was like 5 minutes and then just cut the rug and ran ran out and yep. uh, took all the money. Uh, That's what I would do. Nobody got yeah. anything. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, you know what I would do? I would just scam people. That's what I would do. <laughs> I would be <just laughs> a menace to society. No, we are still in the phase of this where you are
1: inventing things that will one day be crimes. Right. So you can't. Right now, it's okay to do this. Right. Okay, this is an exciting time, really. If you got the gumption, you could be inventing new crimes to do.
2: Yes. Listen, boys, we make. We make scam coin. <laughs> <laughs> we sell that shit. Uh huh. And then we use its corpse as an NFT for the final. Yeah. For the final. Yeah.
0: One. We record ourselves doing it and sell that video as an NFT.
2: Yeah. Oh my God. It's genius. People
1: would buy scam coin, stri- not even a joke. They would straight up buy it and be like, ah, yes, I get the joke. <laughs> scam coin. Surely this is legit. This is a good to use my money. Yeah.
0: Yeah um
1: oh yeah seth speaking of squid game Mm -hmm. real quick tangent uh there's this guy named mr beast on youtube
0: Yeah, he's a wildly popular youtuber from north carolina
1: i had never heard of until he did this squid game uh video yeah and i didn't watch it i had no interest in it. it what's the point but did you see the takes that came out about this video
0: I saw one in particular that was, like, the, the Mr. Beast Squid Game video took, you know, like, a month to make, and it got 103 million views in, like, two days, and Squid Game took 10 years to make, and it got, like, 130 or 103 in, like, two months. This is the creator economy at work, and I'm like, first of all, this is this is my take. First of all, aside from because people are like, well, YouTube videos and like uh, narrative features are different things. And I'm like, I don't even want to go there because that should be obvious to this idiot. My thing is and no real disrespect to Mr. Beast. I don't really I'm not a huge fan of his. I've seen a couple of his videos. He seems to have his own little you know, thing on the Internet. But he's made other videos that are very successful, but this particular video is a terrible one to point out because it wouldn't exist if it wasn't for Squid Game existing. Like I never, as soon as I read the tweet, I saw all the people in the comments were like, "Do you know what it takes to make nine episodes of a television show of high quality?" I'm like, "Don't even go there." It, this video wouldn't exist if it wasn't for Squid Game. So I don't even understand where this argument comes from. The reason that video was so successful is because, one, Mr. Beast has an incredibly huge YouTube channel. All of his videos get around 10 to 20 million views anyway. And then Squid Game was so popular that everyone was like, oh, I'm going to watch this freaking YouTube Squid Game video. So it's like those – this isn't a comp- – this, this those aren't even – Things that are, are if Mr. Beast made a narrative show on YouTube that was nine episodes that reached an hour long and his was able to make more money and be more successful than the one on Netflix, maybe your argument holds water. It still wouldn't. but I don't even understand why they got how they got this stupid idea in their stupid fucking head.
1: I'll say, I'll say this, massive, huge disrespect, Mr. Beast hope you die your shit is bad wow uh, the idea of a guy of, of, of a piece of art of a work of media that was uh, uh, interesting and impressive uh being misunderstood by a mediocre white dude and then replicated is not new that's pretty old that's happened for a very long time and you suck shit i hope wow. someone murders you That'd be pretty cool.
2: I think you've gone way too far for that one. Like, not at all. I really think whole, you've gone all. way too far. His whole job how, is to abuse the algorithm of YouTube to get those views, uh-huh. so he gets how more. Do money you, how do you? How do you? How do you watch Squid Game
1: and think to yourself, "I'm going to recreate this in real life"? Same thing for Chrissy Teigen and John Legend. Why did you think this was a good idea? The whole point is, don't do this. This is bad. This is not a good thing to do. Like, even for jokes. But the thing is, he brought real money into it. Like, he gives real money people for this whole thing, right? uh uh-huh. yeah. That's, yeah. don't do that. That's the, don't! Oh, he's not like killing them. It's not the point. I don't understand. It just, it irks me to no end that we, that you can see a piece of media that depicts something as bad and being like, hey, you'll be really sick, make it real.
2: Maybe. I mean, wasn't it already real for the production of Squid Game itself? Like, no, they didn't actually kill people, Mark. You no, that, right? It's a
1: fictional show. I'm aware. <laughs> they don't play the actual games. It was all filmed and scripted. What I'm
2: saying is, like.
1: He would, he would, play, he would play actual versions of the game.
2: Right? Oh like, my God. <laughs> what and I'm, he gave him actual money at the end. Just, <laughs> just saying. Fuck, he made me lose my fucking train. Of God damn it. <laughs>
1: It's like if you saw Terminator and thought
0: to yourself, sick robot, bro. Let's make it real. I mean, I'm going to be honest, though. Like, <laughs> if if some guy on YouTube was like, I built the Terminator, I'd watch that video. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's sure. pretty cool. <laughs> Especially the I Terminator just hope actually kill, kill people.
1: <laughs> yeah. That would be kind of cool. What I want to see is if the if, if, if episode ends with actually murdering him, that'd be pretty great. I don't know. I don't know if I would enjoy that. That's the much. lesson. I don't
0: think I would enjoy. You, they this they much have
1: though. missed the lesson. They have missed the lesson of the fictional piece
0: of media is don't do the bad thing. You uh, did it anyways. I don't know. I just I think I just disagree on this. I doesn't bother me like so it, it doesn't bother me especially much as the the Chrissy Teigen one because that one was just like a bunch of out of touch rich people doing something stupid and I don't know it, it, I don't know that one just looked weird to me. It looked very like for vanity rather than for anything else but either way people there's much and it's not just mr beast there's plenty of people who've done their own little squid game stuff and i'm just like i don't it's whatever if if somebody made a real squid game i would probably have a problem with that if it was like hey come here and we'll kill you i'd probably be like maybe you don't do this one
1: degrees of badness is all i'm saying what I what I've learned is that if the if the fucking the alien squid from Watchmen appeared and uh, on Earth and it killed ninety five percent of folks that were just YouTubers, it, we'd be not losing of value. We'd be fine. Wow! So you lose your vTubers. There's five percent left. They'll they'll be in there. Don't no They're good. Percent. They're <laughs> okay. <make>
2: <laughs> Do you
0: know how many people make content on YouTube? Yeah. That's a lot of motherfuckers. Ninety-five percent. I don't. That's you're giving them five percent odds to survive. I don't know. Right. I'm picking them. I'm selecting. No. Oh. Okay. <laughs> oh. Okay. Uh,
1: so I'm getting rid of all the bad ones. <laughs> fucking Mr. Beast, PewDiePie, the right. fucking epic rap battles of history. All those folks are dead. <laughs> don't worry about it. What you should do, so Smith, is record
2: the history. process and po- post it to YouTube after you're done. Easy. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> And hey, you know what? There's openings now. (laughs) Because most of them
1: are gone, so they're going to need more content.
2: Uh, Smith saves the world by reenacting the Purge. Cool.
1: (laughs) If it was just YouTube content creators, yeah, I'm pretty sure it will be alright. We'll make it somehow.
0: Interesting. Interesting take.
1: Battle Royale for the worst people on the planet. That's all I'm saying. Listen, I feel I like just, there's just people who can with the start with like before first, YouTubers. Before,
2: yeah, <laughs> put Joe Biden there, Kamala Harris. <laughs> Fucking yeah, anybody with more than a billion
0: dollars, we can start there. Right, we'll, we'll get the YouTubers eventually.
1: <laughs> All I'm saying is, man, I've, I'm disappointed in uh in everything after this. I can tell. I can tell. Um, but back to the NFT crypto stuff. Yeah. That was a long tangent, but we're going to circle back around. I gotta say that some of the things that people are buying as NFTs do not make any fucking sense to me whatsoever. Like, they got this one thing, all right, where they're taking the the relics of saints from history and making them an NFT somehow. You know how, like, the Catholics will be like, this is the finger bone of Saint Dick sucker, and he's great. And we got an old glass case, you can come see it. Now you can buy a picture of that, or you can buy a link to a picture of that.
2: Is it at least, like, a three-dimensional, like, thing?
0: I did not investigate very far. I just, Mm -hmm. the thing about NFTs is it seems like they're already trying to just bleed the market dry. I honestly feel like in a year, I don't even know if we're going to talk about NFTs anymore, because everything will have been an NFT and will have been (laughs) bought.
1: (laughs) Seth, you should know better than to say shit like that. Because remember, we, we said this exact same thing when it started like six months ago. You're we like, oh, that was a weird week. We talked about NFTs for a week. That was strange. <laughs> All right,
0: I'll give it right here. What is it? November 30th. One year. If I'm regularly saying the phrase NFT, then you win, <laughs> and you get, you get the satisfaction of defeating me.
1: I, I get. I get to slap you one time. Exactly. That's good. Yeah, there we go. If
0: I'm if I'm still talking about how fungible my transactions are, <coughs> then there it is.
1: No one has been able to explain to any other human being satisfactorily what non-fungible means.
0: Nope. Nope. I mean, I've even looked, it up. It's it's looked pretty it up. I looked
2: Self-explanatory. It's not fungible. What, what do you mean? Think about <laughs> okay, what Marcus?
0: funging is.
2: Then what is pro-fungible? That's right. What is fungible, then? Can you funge me? I'll fund you already. I'll fund you right back, buddy. We can go funge all night. We can funge all day. I'm good with it.
0: I won't fund Seth. Yeah. So that's right about fungible. It's like I mean, is it means that, you know, it can't be replaced by something identical. And the the most ironic thing is that NFTs might be the most fungible thing (laughs) around.
2: Extremely fungible. They
0: might be pro fungible, like you said. (laughs) They they might be
2: hyper fungible.
0: Hyper fungible. I
1: just, and you know what the funny part is? Even the guy who invented the NFT you, as an idea he came up with, he was just like, yeah, this is stupid. like he's literally said that. He's on record saying, this is dumb. It's nothing.
0: Yeah, he's like, I he's just buying? made it for fun. I don't know. It's bored. <laughs> it's not cool. The
1: challenge was literally come up with some way to use the, the blockchain to handle images in some way. And he was like, oh, it could be a hyperlink and we could sign ownership to hyperlink. And it's like, okay, cool. That's what my, my submission is to the challenge. And people are like, oh, okay, cool. And then no one thought about it for like a while. And they were like, oh wait, we can sell this somehow. And now he's like, I don't know why you're doing
2: this.
1: (sighs) It's not a thing. Anil Dash, that's his name. Anil Dash on Twitter is the guy who who came up the idea of NFTs and then just they turned into this.
2: Nice.
1: My God. And also, no one has been able to ever explain blockchain. In any kind of way that makes sense to anybody.
0: It's just a computer term that, to me, can mean anything. It's never been explained to another human being successfully.
2: Right. And while we're at it, how do magnets work? (laughs) (laughs) Well, the way I remember
1: it is uh, lightning struck a boulder one day, and a shepherd's metal soled shoes stuck to it, and he was like, oh shit, (laughs) how is this a thing? And then magnetite. That was
0: in my Bible, my, my Sunday school class. So probably right. accurate, I think. And we've mined that one rock to this day to get all of our <laughs> magnets. Y'all went to school? You,
1: know, you can roll a magnet against piece me of metal and make it magnetic too. Come on, you've all been right. there. Mm-hmm.
0: That's not the way the Lord would want you to do it.
1: <laughs> That's true.
0: It is It is satanic to make magnets that way. <laughs> exactly. The Lord <laughs> sent us that one rock we were supposed to use. <laughs> That's right. Preach.
1: Um, but yeah.
0: I was going to try to make some joke about how the bomb between magnets is fungible, but then I was like, why even try? <laughs> <laughs> why well, try? It's what even is, is the joke?
1: Like last night I was trying to think of a way, I was trying to think of a joke. This is going to sound fucking stupid, but it was like, what's it like to go down on Frosty the Snowman? It's like eating a coleslaw creamery. Nothing. Uh, There's I nothing there. You, there.
0: Uh, you know, you know what's a joke? The fact um, that Netflix made a show called Russian Doll. That's on oh Donald my Trump. <laughs> you motherfucker!
2: Oh god! My favorite thing about this bit now
0: is how it, how long it actually takes you guys to react. Like I'll be halfway through it before you guys. React and I'm like I'm like at this point I'm like as soon as I even say Ruh, they're gonna like go ham but it's not until after doll that you guys start.
1: This motherfucker, I swear. The thing is, Seth will Seth will employ the Russian doll joke at any time. If the energy's flagging on the show, here comes the Russian doll joke. If yeah. if we're at a high, here comes the Russian doll joke.
0: He not yeah. care. And I've no, never done like it in that show. latter scenario. We've never been at a high <laughs> We isolate between a valley and ground level.
1: We are, we were at an incredible peak with my Foster Snowman joke, and then you came in and just like plateaued us with the fucking. That's what you thought the peak ball. was. Yeah, definitely. Uh, It's that joke's that joke's going places. That you should lakes.
0: actually tweet that. That's kinda good. Coldstone creamery. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh God.
1: Or you can make a Jack Frost joke, because of like, Jack, Uh,
0: there's something there. Seth, I have a question for you about Inez Cantor Freedom. Inez Cantor Freedom, yes. Yes, yes, yes. So you know he changed his name, right? (laughs) He changed his name to Inez Cantor Freedom.
1: So Tucker Carlson talking about how you should shut the fuck up and respect being the greatest country on the planet.
0: Yeah, basically he's like, Americans are ungrateful... I come from a a war-torn land where I've been subjugated um, by the political parties. And in America, that doesn't happen to anybody. So America should be grateful for what they have. Um, Anyone new to the show, Enes Kanter is a professional basketball player from Turkey, Um, who, um, at first I was kind of cool with because he would, you know, talk about corruption in the Turkish government and basically got his whole family killed. I wasn't cool with that part, but you know, that's just because of, you know, corruption and stuff. But since then he has like become this weird, like shill for, um, what's that guy's name? The politician he met with, with the weird mustache.
1: Oh, John Bolton. Yeah.
0: John Bolton. And he's changed his name to Ennis Cantor Freedom. And he's like, has this whole thing about how China sucks and now about how Americans are ungrateful. And yeah, I don't know. I don't know how the powers that be got to this guy. But damn, they did.
1: Yeah, very weird uh, uh, turn to take. Also, have you seen his shoes?
0: Yeah, he wears shoes that have like, what was that, Xixin Ping on them. Yeah. Um, and like a bunch of blood or something. I can't remember.
1: It says like free the Uyghurs or whatever. Yeah. It's just, I just can't believe the guy changed his name to Enos Cantor Freedom. That's insane to me.
0: I mean, freaking Ron Artest changed his name to uh, Meta World Peace. So I mean,
1: What you, Wait, what the fuck did you just say? <laughs> you don't know about this?
0: <laughs> Who is this person and what? Wait, you really don't know about this? No, what the hell? Yeah, yeah there's a, um, I remember this. <laughs> yeah, there's a um, NBA player for who played on the Pacers and the Lakers, on you know the '90s and 2000s. His his name was Ron Artest. Um, you might you you might have heard that name before if you've ever heard of the Malice yeah. and the Palace um, I incident. Think so, yeah. Um, and yeah, after the Malice and the Palace, he w- w- was on the Lakers for a couple years. And he decided that he wanted to branch out, and he tried doing like, stand-up comedy, and then he changed his name to Meta World Peace.
1: Meta World
0: Peace. Yeah, that's his, yeah. That's his name.
1: So was he ahead of the curve on the metaverse? Thing, Actually, think, oh, this
0: is an update. He changed his name in 2020. He, oh, he wow. changed his name to Meta World Peace in 2011, and now his name is Meta Sandiford Artest.
1: Meta sandiford artist, yeah, right.
0: but his name was Meta World Peace for almost ten years.
2: Wow, <sighs> oh, man! So one of his royalty checks gonna come in from Facebook.
0: Yeah, yeah. it's actually funny. What? I looked at Meta World Peace and a picture of Mark Zuckerberg came up. <laughs> <laughs> And Martin Zuckerberg and Rodarte. His editorial piece. <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg and Ron Artest could not look any different, any more different.
1: <laughs> I personally can't believe that Facebook is going to recreate Second Life, and we're going to let them get away with it. It's going to be a shitty
2: discount version of that.
1: Exactly. The shitty discount version of Second Life, which is already the shitty discount version of something else, doesn't even exist. You heard him. <laughs> he, yeah I know he didn't stutter I'm just saying god
0: damn a rip off of a rip off of a dream yeah.
1: you know <laughs> nothing
0: look how realistic saw, this fire behind me looks
1: <laughs> I saw some somebody some like some digital strategist saying hey guys we gotta get in first to buy the, the property lots and become the landlords of the metaverse and that just I don't know there's not even
0: what can you even say what there's no parody for that yeah. That's like the thing that blows my mind. I mean, it makes sense, but it's funny how, like, in Final Fantasy XIV, there's like an actual housing market. People have to, like, you have to, like wake up at like 5 a.m., depending on, like, your time zone and stuff, and, like, get in line to, like, buy a house on a certain piece of land. Yep. It's been millions of gil. Yeah. Which makes sense because, like, at first it's like, oh, it's a digital space. Why not have infinite houses? But then it's like, you know, there's servers and. Processing and all that you can't really do. But it's funny to think about that in this digital world you have to fight for a house just like in the real world.
1: Personally, I think it's dumb because the older public had infinite housing in their game and that's because since all instance. there was a shared space that relied on server space to deal with. But yeah. I think it's just bad design to have scarcity in your digital game. Remember, remember PlayStation Home? Remember that shit? You know, wait in
0: no. line to play bowling?
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What? Yeah,
0: yeah, it was like it was like a kind of like an MMO kind of because it was multi, multiple people in an instance. But yeah, and like the thing about home was like you would you would be home. You'd go into the game and then you'd be a person in a house, and then you could go out and do activities like bowling. Oh, the only one I remember was bowling. But when you mm-hmm. went bowling, you had to wait in line, mm-hmm. and, oh, this was, and this was, and this was an early like, PlayStation Three technology. So the networking mm. was so bad that like waiting in line legitimately would take you like one to two hours.
1: Oh.
2: Yeah.
0: It's crazy. It's
1: like, I can't think of a worse idea than trying to create this metaverse idea. Like, I don't want to go out and go bowling in the real world. Why would I do it in this in a virtual space too? I play video games
0: to do shit I couldn't do in real life.
2: You know? Like my, what's my what's house. It? Yeah. <laughs>
0: Very, very true, Marcus. Marcus with the salient political economic point.
1: God Ah, damn. You're welcome. Marcus is the smartest person on (laughs) the podcast.
0: Well, that's no secret to anybody who listens. (laughs) You know why Marcus is the smartest person on the podcast? He talks the least.
1: (laughs) That's true. He doesn't say a bunch
0: of stupid shit like us.
1: But I think you're right, Marcus. I think that's the fundamental appeal of The Sims: is building your own house and putting people in it, and having which friends, is impossible for most of us. <laughs> yeah. Making a
0: little guy have friends, and all yeah. that, making him have a regular a good job, yeah, like a regular bowel schedule. You know, just things that like I don't get to have.
1: You know, yeah. Now, what does what does what does that say about folks that like to put their sim in a room and delete all the doors and put a fireplace in the middle? And oh, they're crazy. Mind?
0: <laughs> yeah, what does that say about uh, people who yeah, no, only yeah. play like 4x games? Like, what does it say about those kinds of people?
1: I don't know. Seth, what does it say about them? I'm just saying, like,
0: the, the kind of games you play are like your kind of escapism, and they're uh-huh. and they do these weird 4x games that have these weird can have all, all kinds of politics. And I mean, in the case of Crusader Kings, have all this incest and menu simulation. Mm-hmm. What is that person like? You know,
1: that's true. If you only play Paradox map games, how would what would your I feel brain like be like? Those
0: games, to me, for the people I've met, it's very similar to Magic: The Gathering. Because with Magic: The Gathering, if you go to like Friday Night Magic or some tournament or something, ninety-nine percent of the people you meet are absolutely insufferable at every waking moment, and there's like one or two guys who are like pretty cool, and those are the guys who always win the tournaments. Like, because they're they're just well-adjusted people who are like, yeah, I just just like to have fun playing a game. And I feel like I have the same thing with these 4X games. A lot of people who only play them are, like, absolutely impossible to talk to. But some of them are like, it's cool. It's like a fun little strategy thing I like to do. And they're usually pretty good at the game.
1: Oh, man. Speaking of, like, people with fucked up brains, um, I saw today there's this, uh, okay, this this is incredibly obscure. Yeah. There's a writer who writes RPGs. Um, his, his claim to fame is one called Te- Tecumel Empire, The Petal Throne and it recently came, recently came to light that he moonlights as an author of books and his primary book is a neo-Nazi fiction uh, it's a story about uh, after the end of World War II like uh, Third Reich agents go undercover and integrate into society and take over parts of the media and whatnot to, to generate a race war to, 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 to bring about the final solution again or whatever. And I was looking at the Goodreads uh, reviews Uh-oh. of the book. And the very first one was like, pretty good book, actually. Pretty interesting stuff. Uh, really like the fiction. Uh, really recommend it with people who want to learn about race. And then I looked at their avatar. And their avatar is literally the Black Sun, which is a fucking a, a SS symbol from World War II. I was like... This person is just straight up a Nazi on the internet. They're just on Goodreads. They have a profile. They're just posting reviews of Nazi books. Yeah. What's happening here? I, could, I felt dirty reading that. I was like, oh, you tricked me, you
0: fucker, with your goddamn Black Sun logo. Are you kidding me? That is hilarious. That And that actually tracks from my experience with Goodreads. Goodreads is wild, man. Goodreads has some of the absolute worst reviews and curation of any platform for consuming media possible
1: good reason to give a fuck and i found some other website too i can't remember what it's called but it's some other like book reviewing website and someone was like this person right here should be on a watch list and i went and looked at their profile and then you can tag your profile with things you're interested in and it was like explosives bullets Terrorism, and their books they'd recently read were literally guys. They write books about just one gun. It was like inside the Ingram Mac Ten, or here's how the AK-47 works, and all his reviews were on books were about one single gun. And I was like, find this man.
0: Yeah, this oh. is a problem. <laughs> the internet is wild, y'all. Marcus is visibly upset. <laughs>
2: It's uh, fine. It's fine. Yeah, I'm gonna write a hell. book
1: just just called "The Ins and Outs of Malt of Cocktail." That's it. That's mm. the whole book. Yeah, two hundred really page book.
0: The inside nope. is two hundred pages. The inside is alcohol <laughs> and a cloth, and the out is a bottle. Light <laughs> yep. it and throw, and you'll be fine.
1: I'm gonna um, explain that somehow for two hundred pages, and right. see. And anyone who buys it goes on the list.
0: Yeah, for sure. <laughs>
1: also just some real quick roundup stuff so there's a picture right here i'm looking at of elon musk and kanye west elon has an oscar shirt from neon genesis evangelion marcus how do you feel about this
0: before marcus before you say anything how how much should we want to bet that elon musk has seen the entirety of neon genesis evangelion
2: I wanna bet he hasn't watched a single fucking episode.
0: <laughs> cause see, the, the reason I I wanted to say that, but I just have a weird feeling that, like when it first hit Netflix, he like probably watched the first episode so he could like say, "Oh, I've seen it. I've seen the. Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah." Um, but I doubt he's seen the show, and I doubt he's seen the movies, cause he's not a real fan. Like the three of us. <laughs> equal fans of Neon Genesis Evangelion
2: I, I feel like Elon saw the first episode and the last episode it's like, yeah
0: and he and, man he was confused <laughs> He was like I don't know what the fuck this thing is about but I'm going to I'm going to steal some clout from it real quick Can you imagine that is like one of the worst shows possible to watch the first and last episode only
2: <laughs> Yeah, no kidding what the fuck? Oh, it's that big brain of Elon, man. He just put it yeah. all together.
1: But people on the NGE subreddit were like, "The man showed up wearing our shirt, boys." <laughs> oh my
0: god! The god subreddits. I was like, as much as I love them, they gotta go. All subreddits <laughs> have to go.
1: Hey, Marcus, you posted a picture here that you need to explain to us. Oh, oh. <laughs> what yeah. is it? What what is it? What is it? Doki Makura. That is a body pillow. Because there is one here of Elon Musk, apparently, but that is not the body
2: of Mr. Elon Musk <laughs> clearly, at all. Clearly not. But somebody somebody on the internet was like, man, I love Elon so much. I want to sleep with Elon tonight. And they, I, I'm assuming they either found or made this body pillow. And, uh... It's there. It exists. So, all that the you thing to... that scares me most is that it says printed
1: on peach skin fabric. Oh. And I'm pretty sure that I can see a dick in this picture.
2: Yeah. it's it's.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a penis.
2: <laughs> it is. Why is his penis gray? <laughs> it's is that accurate? I don't know. I've never seen Elon's penis.
0: Maybe they consulted maybe they consulted Grimes. And then she was like <laughs> And then she was like, I've also never seen Elon's penis.'
1: <laughs> what if Elon's dick has real life hentai censoring on it? Oh. With a little it looks like bars.
0: dubious food from uh, Breath of the Wild. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, I would be afraid and confused. Yeah, no kidding. How can you do this in, in the real space? Am, am I, I in the metaverse? What the fuck? I hope
0: we are. I want to be in the meta world peace verse. That's where I'm going to be. <laughs> Just me and Ron Artest yelling at each other.
1: <laughs> right now, I am I am hoping that we're, we live in a simulation and that I am actually some kind of like alien named Gleep Glop 7 or something. And I'm going to wake up one day and be like, that was fucking weird. Why did I do that? <laughs>
0: It'll be like that Unrecam, what do you think, gag about how you play that VR game called Roy and you live out the whole life of this guy? Kind of, so you're in the game for like what feels like 70 years. Oh, man. And you just wake up and you're like, what the fuck?
1: Yeah. <laughs> you're like, why do I fix a so shitty character?
0: <laughs> yeah, I got all the wrong stats.
1: Oh God, Marcus, we're turning this into one of those fucking animes where characters have secret stats and character sheets and whatnot. Remember that shit? Oh hell yeah. <laughs> There's a thousand of them, It's not even a point
0: in even trying to say just one.
1: Right.
0: Oh god. Intergalactic reviewers was one.
1: I, I maybe. Marcus has more than I do. Why did you kiss your finger? Stop he misses that questions. show. Stop <laughs> ask, just
2: stop asking all the wrong questions. <laughs>
1: I get yeah. I need to stop doing that.
0: All right, boys. I think we oh, we've yeah, had right. an ep.
2: But well, we got to talk about
0: our our stuff. I know. Let's start. start with Seth. Oh, let's start with me. Start with you. Okay. Yeah. I got a lot actually. So. Oh boy. I've decided a, a couple months ago I mentioned that I'd retired from playing video games ever again, and I lied. I <laughs> came out of retirement. Baby. I know. I came out of retirement. Um, By Miyazaki. Exactly because I wanted to play Inscription. And Guilty Gear Strive which are both very fun but Inscription is great it's maybe like the best game I've played this year it's like a bunch of stuff I like like roguelikes and deck building and weird I don't know story elements that haven't quite got put together yet I'm, I'm pretty close to beating the game I'm, I've gotten to the, the, the final act a couple of times um, but it's really fun and very interesting, so if you guys picked it up during the Steam sale, you should definitely play it. Um, it's really cool. Guilty Gear Strive is, you know, a fighting game. It's pretty fun. I'm not going to be any good at it, but it's fun to play. Uh, also went and saw the new Ridley Scott movie, House of Gucci, which was um, interesting. I wouldn't say it's, like, great, but it's, it's it's pretty fun for most of it. The Italian accents are insane. Everyone just does, like, a... I got, it's a Mia Maria. That's like how all the <laughs> accents in the whole movie sound. Like it, they don't really don't sound that authentic in, in all honesty. So 100% accurate. Yeah, authentic. of course. Yeah, right. That was a great um, Chris Pratt
2: impression, by the way. Thank you. Yeah. Thank
0: you. But the best thing I've seen lately was a movie I watched this morning called The Day Trippers. It is a movie directed by Greg Motala, who directed um, Superbad. But this is his first movie. It's from 1996. It's got like Stanley Tucci and Hope Davis and Parker Posey and Leave Schreiber. And it's just a really quiet movie about a bunch of people who are driving in to Detroit and it is fantastic. I gave it five stars. I think it's like one of the best movies I've seen in a very long time. So yeah, check out the Day Trippers if you are able to. It's easy to find on the Criterion Collection, but outside of that I'm not really sure.
1: Oh, you motherfucker.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> But that's my thing. Uh, big biggest points are inscription and day trippers for sure.
2: <sighs> I have been playing Final Fantasy XIV. Like yeah. I, <laughs> my uh, free trial is finished, and I'm officially in it. So, are you in Heaven's Word now? I am not in Heaven's Word now. I just fought. What is it? The wind the wind harpy? Garuda, but your 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 trial should last to level sixty. Really? Oh, it was also thirty days, so that that Mm. came first.
0: (laughs) So wait a minute, does this mean that Genshin could get knocked down a peg?
2: It 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 can get knocked down a peg. I never thought I'd say it, but yep.
0: We're here. It's happening. Wait till wait. Hey, wait till you pick up an inscription. You're gonna say Genshin. Who tell you?
2: <laughs> yeah, just mostly Final Fantasy. Finally getting a hold of my class summoner. Woo woo. Spread the deeps. Nice. Uh, yeah.
0: Did you watch the live action Cowboy Bebop?
2: I watched the first episode,
0: <laughs> and it was really good.
2: Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, let me tell you.
0: I think we can all agree that it sucks uh, shit <laughs> it
2: was so I bad gonna, i'm gonna buy the blu-ray gonna, <laughs> order my spike cosplay actually i'll probably go jet black honestly why yeah why because uh he's a better character <laughs> <laughs> <I have> nothing <laughs> wrong with that fair
1: i don't the most egregious part of that episode is when john cho does a, a combat slide From standing, standing to
0: combat slide. Like he's actually playing like Apex Legends or something.
1: Yeah. Zero momentum. Wires clearly. It's just dumb. All right. That's it for you, Marcus. That's it. I have been playing SMT5, crushing demon ass, grinding them up, putting together new demons. It's fucking fun. I love it. The game is hilarious in a lot, a lot of ways, and I am fucking just enjoying the hell out of it. It's great. Um, I have not beaten it yet, I'm getting close, but I'm, I'm having a lot of fun with that. I also watched Arcane on yes. Netflix.
2: <clears throat>
1: and here's my thoughts on Arcane, real quick, in, uh, in, in rapid fire form. I always thought that the character design and lore and art of League of Legends is wasted on the bad game, and so Not a bad game. I uh, I always wanted to be in a better game that uh, that would be playable by human beings, um, and this is a, a step in my direction. It's a, it's a show. It's, it's pretty interesting. Uh, here's the thing, okay, is that uh, the, the aesthetic that I like about League of Legends is kind of like Rob Zombie in a way, in that it is intensely lame and bad. But it commits to it so hard that you gotta respect it. You gotta like it a little bit because you're like, all right, you guys don't give a fuck. You're just doing your own thing, right? And so, I loved the show. It was fantastic from top to bottom. It was great the whole <laughs> way through. I had a great time with it. And I think that the the one big thing I was about the show is that I am so glad that there's a, a fantasy show that did not just have generic orchestral music the entire time. We get some fucking bad rap, some lame rock and roll music in here. But again, it commits. It commits. And you got to respect commitment. And that's what I love about it. I'm like, finally, it's not just fucking do, do, do strings and whatnot. Okay? So, yeah. I don't, I think it's lame, but it was fun. Okay? there's, you Things can be lame and
0: good at the same time. That's all I'm saying. <laughs>
1: all right. I recommend Arcane. Go check it out. That yes, shit right. ripped.
0: Maybe the, one right, of the best shows this year so
1: also by the way real quick animation fucking gorgeous good looking really
2: show oh, yeah.
0: I think it's got the best be face animations of any 3D show I've
2: seen for sure
0: mm-hmm. the face animation especially 3D on 3 looks 2D crazy right
2: and you do yeah. not need any prior like league experience nope. to, to enjoy the story
1: yes. absolutely not so good just go in without anything. I will say this. Last episode does end in a real bad way. Real stinker on last episode. Oh. Real fucking piece oh of shit. Oh my god, the uh, tension though.
2: It's uh, like, how it's much like I... oh, you're
1: getting a season two. Give me some a little, a little, an iota of resolution. I need one little <laughs> tiny t- tidbit how much I of just some closure. i
0: you on so much of this. Is crazy.
1: You oh can't just end the way you did. But anyway, sorry. Uh... Alright. That's it for me. Um... Uh, Oh yeah, right, I did, the, I did the beginning of the intro or outro. Uh, this has been
0: the Millennials Podcast. I'm Smith. You can find me on Twitter uh, at MCSurf. I'm Seth. You can go to indistint-shatter.io to see me talk about
2: movies. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm Marcus. You can find me on Instagram. Words. Mr. Beaches. Also, occasionally do art for podcasts.
0: I think it's done by Ben Powell. He has a podcast of his own called Southern Smackdown, where they talk about wrestling and from the South. If that sounds interesting, go check it out. You can
1: lead a horse to water, but you can't make him get under it. Fuck
0: NFTs.
2: <laughs> um, stay fungible.
0: <laughs> stay
1: fungible. I'm always fun. I'm always funging. <laughs> Uh, we have stopped
0: trying to solve our problems and are trying to outlive them. And from New Orleans to or New York, that's the podcast, baby. We're out. Out. Peace.